Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, are we ready? It's a tricky one because Marcus wants to be in control of it all. But if you wait too long, we lose Pete. Yeah, it's oh. a difficult one. Yeah, but I know that. Yeah. Well, controlling We've then. lost Pete, by the look of it. <laughs> Pete, if we were in like a sci-fi movie and we had to go and save the world on the big spaceship and we all had ro- roles to fill, you'd be the engineer. Yeah. And, and you go, oh, we've lost power in the, in the left-hand yeah. side engines. Yeah. And I'd just go, Chevy Thunder, Chevy, Chevy Thunder. And you shouldn't be calling the left-hand side engines if you're the engineer. The left-hand side engines. <laughs> I think Everyone be... knows what it means. Yeah. Forget your starboard and pot bullshit. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be the engineer. He'd be the sidekick to the main guy. <laughs> the third best sidekick. Third best sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go, cousins. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Football Rambles Guide 2. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Zenadine Zidane. The name just sounds special. It's the name of a somebody the name of a significant person. And Zidane was both of those things. A special player, he was so elegant and stylish that a generation lauded him almost as an artist. In 1998, his talents would propel France to their first World Cup win, then see them win Euro 2000 with Zizou, named player of the tournament. It's Zidane. France are in the final. Portugal go out in the most dramatic of circumstances. He'd moved from Juventus to Real Madrid as one of the defining players of the Galacticos era. Popped into the penalty area towards Zidane. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. 
There, his legend would only grow, to the point that one game he played in was exclusively filmed by a documentary crew, with the footage shown in cinemas. The world knew that the 2006 World Cup was to be the great man's final competition as a player, while he was still at the peak of his powers and expectations were high. This was the kind of generational talent that could drive his team to a World Cup victory in the way that only Diego Maradona had done before. Zidane. Oh my goodness me, it did cross the line. How cool do you want to be? And that is so nearly what happened. And the attention is on Zinedine Zidane now. As the final between France and Italy ran deep into extra time, what nobody expected was Italy's Marco Materazzi to goad Zidane to headbutting him. Zinedine Zidane just plants one into the chest of Marco Materazzi. The referee cannot have seen that. Leading to the 14th red card of his career. And the red card is out, and Zinedine Zidane's career is ending like this. The world was stunned. Sent off in the World Cup final. Italy won on penalties. Italy win the World Cup in 2006. So this is the Football Rambles guide to Zenedine Zidane's headbutt. Welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This week marks 17 years since Zenedine Zidane's infamous headbutt in the final of the 2006 World Cup in Germany. Probably the most significant sending off in football history, Jim. I think that's fair. Hmm. Definitely the most Isn't memorable. Hmm. And it's, it's also a standout one for Zidane himself among a lot of sending many, it off. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, we mentioned in the intro that uh, the documentary crew filming him, of course, mm. in that game uh, where Real Madrid were at home to, was it Villarreal? Villarreal, I think. Yeah. And, they, and Real Madrid lost 1-0 and Zidane got sent off right at the yeah. end of the game. It's fitting though, isn't it? <laughs> it is Soundtrack fitting. Soundtrack by Mogwai as well. Yeah, Mogwai. Yeah. It's, it's fitting that that's the kind of that's the kind of footage they got. It just feels truly authentic. Yeah. Because I think you wouldn't want some kind of stylized Cristiano Ronaldo hat trick mm-hmm. uh, kind of end to it. You'd want it to be that kind of flawed genius that Zidane essentially was. Because I remember them kind of filming that. And I remember sort of, because they were all talking about, you know, this is the game they're going to be filming him in. And I thought, just bring it to another match. Because he, well, he doesn't know. Like when well, Ramsey turns amazing. up at Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares, but he doesn't tell him he's turning up. Exactly. So yes. they can't prepare. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. They're, doing, they're picking food up off the floor. <laughs> or um, we, we did an episode on this incident all the way back in 2018. And Luke, you were making the case that Zenedine Zidane is the greatest of all time because of the trophies he won as a player and as a manager. Clearly, he won it all as a player, both at um, club level and international level, which mm-hmm. you know doesn't always happen, um, or you know doesn't happen very regularly at all. The way he comes in in this inscrutable, kind of aloof way as manager of Real Madrid, yeah. he's basically got the job mm-hmm. because he's was in Zidane. He was an mm-hmm. amazing player. No one should begrudge him that. Certainly not of what he went on to achieve. Mm-hmm. But he's not walking into a job now at top clubs, you know, and he certainly wasn't walking into a top club job outside of Real Madrid then, and. Going into the situation where no club had defended the Champions League yeah. and he wins it three times in a row and then just kind of disappears into the shadow. I know he came back again for a bit, but you know that that to me shows you this like an almost otherworldly mm-hmm. quality about him, yeah. which came across in him as a player as well. You know, he, he he was able to run games entirely on his own, but he was always always able to run them in a way that it was on the edge the whole time and it felt a little bit like I say, inscrutable. And certainly edgy, and certainly, dare I say, a bit dangerous as well. Like he mm-hmm. wasn't just a skillful, strong player. He was also fucking hard mm-hmm. yeah. and a bit mad, which is an amazing combination. So if you take football as, a, as, a, as an entertainment spectacle as mm-hmm. well, I think, you know you have to. You're fair to say he's got the lot. He had the lot. He's a true artist. 
hundred percent. Because I, I think that 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 aloofness and there's a mystique about him still. Definitely. Yeah, I think it's his look. I think it's his, you know, trousers exploding on the touchline. <laughs> it's his. <laughs> but him just if, not bothered. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> affect him the same way it affects a normal person. No, exactly. But he's not people, known for that. No, everyone's forgotten about. Arsene Wenger's caught. Oh, we had ten years out of that. Dogs him now. <laughs> <laughs> but you just sort of think that I I think that um, nowadays there is a certain breed of football journalist who has a bit of revisionism about his um, club career mm-hmm. and how he would kind of only appear for certain games and stuff. Yeah, some people, some journalists will say he's a bit overrated. But most footballers, what what do you get out of? You don't get um, uh, 100% messy every single fucking week. Like, yeah. and there's, there's very few footballers who can produce that all of the time. So I love watching I loved watching him play. I love watching those clips where he's playing five-a-side. He's just rocked up at his mate's mm. five-a-side match and he just... <laughs> like... It's he not could, on that, is it? He could have had a cup of tea on a saucer yeah, 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 and yeah. did what he did. He's yeah. just so lovely yeah. to watch. Mm, very elegant. As, mm. Yeah, yeah as elegant is the word, isn't yeah. it? I think, um, I believe he was interested in parkour because the, the idea of parkour <laughs> right. is that you, you get from, from A to B in the, in the essentially with as few movements as possible. And mm. actually that makes a lot of sense when you... Saying he's a long ball merchant as a coach. <laughs> People know, but in terms of beating a person yeah. and, and, and you know what he would do with the ball the top, uh, and the then top, moving the... it on. He was in, incredible at okay. things that you wouldn't think of. It makes sense because I've heard a lot of people say, both players, ex-players and journalists and stuff, say it like what comes up time and time again with the very top players, the difference mm. between a great, a good player and a great player, whatever. A lot of things... The the, the, phrase, the the thing that comes up more often than you expect is balance. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like so George Best said it. Yeah, Messi's <clears throat> talked about it. Zidane would be talking about it maybe you know obliquely there. So Zidane had an amazing center of gravity, an yeah. amazing balance. The way he was able to be quite a big man, not not a slight skillful mm-hmm. jinky player, mm. quite a big guy, mm. but able to engineer himself out of different. Um, Spaces, particularly in that Brazil game in that in that World Cup, that's where, probably one of his peak performances. It's got to be his peak. It's got to be the peak. The quarterfinal of the 2006 World Cup, and we should also say, by the way, you know, 2006 World Cup, he was the best player. Yeah, given yeah. That, 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 that tournament. Well, this was what was kind of so fascinating about this, wasn't it? Because mm. how rare is it that a player, you know, has a World Cup as their final tournament, um, and someone that you would realistically expect of having a good chance of winning it, who then mm. delivers on the expectations mm-hmm. and absolutely lights up that tournament. And his career is so interesting because. He's already won a World Cup with his head, mm-hmm. essentially lost a World Cup with his head. As you say, very successful at domestic level, then goes on to win three Champions Leagues in a row as a manager. It's, it is. With his head. Is using his head. With, using his brain. Yeah, his <laughs> yeah. Big, big Zidane brain. Yeah. It's, 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 it's <laughs> phenomenal. And it was really exciting to see how good he was in that World Cup, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was. And he's still serving the ban. We still as soon as he yeah. if he sets foot back on a professional uh, <laughs> or in the international arena he won't be able to play f- until the fourth game but yeah you're right Jim to walk off in a World Cup final that being your last ever game knowing that you could still put a shift in mm. of course this is it yeah he was he was good it was very very clear that he had the quality to carry on but if he wanted but to but again I mean it was to, to, to use another Frenchman as an example, it's sort of Cantona-esque slightly. Mm. And when Cantona announced his retirement, I was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Mm. Cantona good... was quite a bit younger. Yeah, he was before 30, I think, yeah. and, or 29, 30. Yeah. Um, but it was still a shock. Massively. And, and, and there's an element, and, and Zidane, again, when we talk about that aloofness and that style and all the rest of it, it's also very French as well, I suppose, stereotypically. And, and that's, that's where he becomes, I think, a, a kind of 
an interesting kind of polarizing character, like uh, just ambivalent as a character because it is very French. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he's spoken quite eloquently about how he always felt quite othered mm -hmm. because of his background. Of course. And he felt like he had one foot in Algeria, one foot in France. Mm -hmm. and, and so this aloofness, this separation, this outsider status kind of seems to be an integral part of who he is. Mm -hmm. And, um, as a player, as a manager, and the way you'd say it as a manager is, you know, fine. They, he won three Champions Leagues, never been done before, mm -hmm. never been done since. I don't think we could in really, a row. I don't yeah. think. Sorry, yeah, I don't think we could really sit here, any of us, and say we know what his style as a manager is, yeah. or that what you know, he plays this amazing football mm. that you could recognise instantly, like a Guardiola does, or mm -hmm. even a Klopp maybe. Yeah. Um, but he just did it anyway. And, and he did it by probably keeping players on an even keel, bringing some, I mean, it's talked about that he came in after Benitez and brought a lot of relaxation into the dressing room and all the rest of it. So, and so he did it in his own way is what I'm saying. And yeah. everything seems to be done on his own terms, in yeah. his own way. Yeah. And the retirement as a player early mm -hmm. is thrown into starker focus mm -hmm. when you take into the fact, into account the fact that he didn't really become a great player till he was a lot older. Mm -hmm. So you'd think if he's maturing and, peaking at a far older age than one would expect. Because yeah. bear in mind, he doesn't go to Juventus till he's till 96. Yeah. You know, he's, he's whatever he is then, 25, whatever he is then. Um, and yet he still retires in that way quite early. Yeah. And doesn't start his coaching career for a good, like, you know, seven years after that as and well. And just does so it for a bit and then yeah. stops again. Yeah, but I, I, do, I do sort of look at the um, leading players in the Premier League, the British players, English players, um, who have just thrown themselves straight into management and they've found been found wanting in almost every uh, degree, in, in almost every case. I just sort of think maybe just that time out and just, just to sort think, of see how it goes and just yeah. watch how football is changing and then going in thinking you can offer something. Like Stuart Pearce did. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, just a massive, <laughs> it's just a massive contradiction because bring it back to the actual point of the episode. Uh -huh. He's one of the greatest players we've ever seen, yeah. right? We can all agree on that. Yet the thing he's most known for is nothing to do with football. Well, indeed, yeah. I mean, to, to, do, do, would you argue he's most known for that? I think that's the thing that people, if you if you grabbed, that's the thing that's transcended the sport. No, that, that moment. You're talking about moment. The moment, yeah. yeah. But one thing, whatever you may say about Zidane, he was a, a big game player. He brought out those moments. You know, the goal that he scores in the Champions League final, of course, yeah. at, at Hamden, you know, he's absolutely glorious. And, and, and Two goals games, in the Cup for 98. Indeed, and, and that's it. And and that was where we really saw him first. A bit of Champions League with Juventus, actually, you know, don't want to be too stupid here. But the world audience arguably saw him then. And in that tournament, it became quite obvious um, that he was the main man of this star-studded French side who had some some great players, a little bit light up top, but had quality everywhere. And when he um, and we saw in that tournament what he's about, you know, in a in a dead rubber game against I think it was Saudi Arabia, he stamps on a bloke and gets sent, sent off. off. Yeah, yeah. He misses that second round game against Paraguay, in which France laboured to a victory through a golden goal, and he is a huge miss for them. And they're all worried. Without Zidane, they were like, oh bloody hell, are we going to make it through? Now, it, it, it I think it, even in microcosm, that tournament shows you what he was all about, really. Mm despite all this chat about how good he was with the ball, blah, 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 you can't get away from the fact that that he collected an awful lot of red cards. Yeah. Dogged him throughout his career. And, and then mm. a massive percentage of them, a massive, you know, majority of them mm. were for this kind of... Tempestuous. Yeah, this temper, yeah. this kind this, of... Yeah. The, the red hair trigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe because that's... With, the, with his management style, if you think about it, if a player had a problem with Zidane's tactics or his choice, you go into the... You know, you go into his, his, his office to talk to him. He would just stare back at you. Mm. And I think you'd be like, all right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, you know so, I mean? Because you know, well, you know, he's like, mm, 
if I push him too much, will this picture of Constantly stamp on me? Because, because he, because he, <laughs> will is, he headbutt me? He's known now as being very calm and very relaxed and very quiet. But we know that he's got that in him. Exactly. Mm, it's yeah. almost like when a um, someone not... someone you don't know is really overly friendly. You're a yeah. bit like, okay, where's this going? But it is classic <laughs> in <sort> of, a <laughs> pub <laughs> somewhere. He's the head of he's a head of a of a of a, of a large questionable group of people yeah. <laughs> and you go in a very just because he's in total control yeah and I think that's it so you reckon the players are like he was better than me yep. he's harder than me yeah. and he's probably more mental than well, me well even Cristiano Ronaldo now, well, clearly, especially Cristiano but that's Ronaldo. what I mean like you could imagine Ronaldo sort of kicking off about something but again Zidane would handle it well yeah. I think well he did do clearly and, and, he did. And, and the 2006 World Cup you know, it's probably worth mentioning the word pressure as well because France are managed by Dominic. Mm. They've lost a lot of legendary players. Yep. You know, Turam, Lizarazu. Well, that team's cycle came to the end. Exactly. Yeah. Um, who else? Desailly, yeah. Makaleli as well. He reti- if, after Euro 2004, Zidane said he was re- retired yes. from international football. Right. Changed his mind a year later. So if you give Dominic the job, I'll, uh, I'll do it. <laughs> and, and so he was under a lot of pressure. Let like, me see something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was under a lot of pressure. And then, of course, France in that tournament weren't convincing in the group stages. No one thought they would go on to the final, of course. No. But as the tournament goes on, Zidane puts in that performance against Brazil and everyone's like, hang about. This is an incredible, it's Here incredible. I know anything can look good on YouTube, but do watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Because it's just amazing. And the player, and it's not just how good he is, it's just the players he's up against. Yeah. Mm. The players that you he reduces to bit part passive players so in his YouTube compilation are like some of the best players to ever play the game. He's not doing it like a cup yeah. game against Tranmere yeah. on like a Tuesday night. It's, mm. it's, it's proper stuff. It you, but you get the feeling that like Zidane, he, he did, um, he wasn't always 100% for Real Madrid, certainly in the last two, three years of his career, just simply because there were just so many people who around him who would be working yeah. a lot harder. So he didn't really need to sort of get out of second or third gear. Mm-hmm. But here... You kind of had to sort of put put a shift yeah. in, and it really what, what, showed that beautiful gyroscopic kind of motion he had of yeah. keeping the game flowing because he was just right. it was just yeah. kind of like so Definitely. fluid mm. that he just he added so much to the game when yeah. he was when he was on form. And I would add to that as well. And going back to the um, the twentieth century twenty first century portrait thing that you guys mentioned yeah. earlier. In that movie, he's getting absolutely battered yeah. all game, mm-hmm. and and it's the same thing probably when he's got such a high profile and people know how much of a danger man, how talented he is. And we know that the cameras are there. Yeah, so exactly. I'm going to make a name for exactly. myself. So I think, I think he kind of got, he got handed around a wee bit throughout the World mm. Cup final mm. as well. Mm. Um, so I, I think it's a bit of a melting pot really. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of all gearing up towards something looking back on it. You know? But his right. hero is El Diego. So like, yeah, like well, it went, yeah. and, and they played in a very similar style. Yes. But, uh, no, his yeah. hero's actually, oh, Uro- Enzo. Uh, yeah, his, his hero's Fran- actually Uruguayan player. Right. Enzo Francescoli? He, na- he, he named his son after him. Mm. Um, Enzo's a down. Enzo Francescoli, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but I mean, obviously, if a player of that age playing that way, yeah. Diego's going to mm. be a massive presence as well. Indeed, yeah. yeah. He, he scores a, a penalty in the semi-final against Portugal and he scores a penalty. But if you look at the penalties he's taken, which will neatly lead us on to the, mm. this World Cup final we're talking about, he puts them away. Mm. There was that semi-final in Euro 2000 where the Portuguese had three players sent off and he's just waiting mm. and waiting mm. and waiting to take that penalty. He did one against right. England as well. He did one against England. But he's kind of like, right, are you all done now? Great, because yeah. I've just got to settle this tie. Yeah. Top, top corner, thanks, <laughs> yeah. we're off to yeah. the final. You know, it, 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 effortless. But his one in the final was a weird one. <sighs> oh, essentially a penenka. It was. That, that bounces in off the underside of the bar clearly goes over the line, then hits the bar again on the yeah, way out. Yeah. The, the just insouciance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to even consider it in a yeah. World Cup final, yeah. that much pressure, your last ever game as yeah. well. It, it shows someone who is aware of their legacy and wants to carefully curate their legacy. Mm-hmm. 
And, and, and it makes what happens later all the more shocking, really. Well, it does, because one can forget that he scores that penalty. Because of his actions, mm. or action later in the game, mm. you forget that glorious and moment. who scored the equaliser? Well, well, the man... The, enter. Matrix. Marco Materazzi, uh, yes. Indeed, yeah. Not long after, you know, because th- that penalty was early on in the game. It was seven minutes old, something. Materazzi equalises on 19 minutes. And you think, blimey, here we go. You very seldom do you get two first half goals in, mm. in any final, let alone a, a, a World Cup final. Especially when Italy have been so good defensively, yes. Oh, yeah. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. But as the game starts to go on, France looked the more likely. And Zidane himself has a chance mm. in extra time with a, with a header. header. Both on tips over the bar. He does, yeah. yeah. I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't say it was it's not a glaring miss or anything, but it was, it was an opportunity. Zidane, if you look at Zidane's reaction, mm. I think he can't quite believe Buffon saved yeah. it. Well, I He's think... He's a bit annoyed at him. He is, yeah. It's, it goes above Buffon, and really Zidane would have wanted it to put it either side. And but I think, I think it, Buffon is running across because it comes, it, the cross goes to the back post. Yeah. And, and Buffon's running across, mm-hmm. and he has to contort himself backwards. I think it's a better save than it looks, just chiefly because Buffon's so good. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, and again, it just shows you that the, the the names and the sides that day, oh, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it is a proper star-studded lineup, as I say. Um, uh, but yeah, and and of course we get to uh, the incident, and 
we know that Marco Materazzi is a bit of a wind-up merchant. I mean, Fair to say he had it in his locker. Yeah, yeah. DJ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he got under Ibrahimovic's skin once upon a time. You know? Yeah. Um, like Joey Barton did. Brave. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that was dealt with very, very quickly, though. Um, but yeah, so just before that moment, as we say, that the header goes in, and then Materazzi gives a touch on Zidane's back and they exchange a few words. Play continues and Zidane seems to to have a think about it. Yeah, it and, looks like the moment's passed, which is weird. Yeah, well, it does. Mm. And of course, we didn't see this at the time. There was suddenly a big commotion and the cameras in, in, in sort of real time hadn't picked up on it because obviously they're following the ball. And the referee goes over and there's a lot of chatting. There's a lot of back and forth, blah, 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 blah. And he brings out a red card to Zidane. And I remember being stunned really, mm. watching that moment because I, because of Zidane and his performance, I wanted France to win it. Mm. Just on that mm. basis. You know, when you just, I've not really, you've not really got a dog in the you fight. You find yourself kind of naturally yeah. drifting towards Because you yeah. see such excellence. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're, and you, you know, you see that human quality yeah. that he has reached the peak of this thing you love and you think, I, I just have to lend my support. Mm. I have yeah. to do something to acknowledge so this. So it's your fault. Yeah. It is entirely my fault. Gave him bad energy. And I must have done. Yeah. Um, For me, it was, um, the shot came before the actual red card came out because it was, it was seeing it happen yeah. and just being like, he has to be sent off. Yeah. He has to be. That moment of like, this, I know where this is going to yeah. go and I cannot believe what that means yeah. so for this game, for this tournament. The decision for, itself. For Zidane. The decision itself is quite controversial, isn't it? Because it is. The, There's the, a bit of a conspiracy theory about this. The official FIFA line is mm. it was the fourth official who um, told the referee what had happened mm -hmm. and led to Zidane being sent off. Mm -hmm. Um, but it took a very, very long time yeah. for that to happen. And you think if the fourth official saw it, it would have been far quicker than that. Yeah. FIFA have denied it was the first unofficial VAR decision, effectively. Yeah. And then kind of released, I think there was some kind of transcript released, which does not seem convincing mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I'm biased towards FIFA, yeah. but in my defence, they've played a part in that. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it's, it's controversial that it even happened, because I guess it's, we, we don't live in that world now. Mm. And you know, 17 years ago when it happened, um, we lived in a world where, as football fans, if a referee or an official didn't see something, we all just got on with our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And that's quite easy to forget now, yeah. because it never happens anymore. Um, one thing that happened when they introduced VAR in Italy, I think, mm. was the amount of yellow cards went down because mm. players weren't trying to get an advantage or trying to be a little bit deceitful anymore because yeah. they were worried they're going to get caught up in it. Yeah. So it obviously massively changed the game. Back here in 2006, it doesn't sound like it now, looking back on it, but Zidane's probably got a bit of an aggrievance there. So if you didn't actually see it, well, how, it how are you officiating this game? so close to but not I, being a thing. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I have heard our friend Jonathan Wilson talk about He's interviewed the referee and blah, 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 blah. And he seems to think that it was a good decision, that it wasn't a VAR thing with his, you know, But the referee would say that. I mean... No, but other other evidence and, and, and having looked into it, and I think he's... He may well have changed his mind. I don't want to... I mean, he's a good decision. He did headbutt him. Yeah, exactly. In the chest. Not it's quite spottable in the grand scheme of things. No, but it's the clear, right call, right? Uh, no, no, no. no, no <laughs> yeah, good, I don't mean a good decision, as in a, as in a decision that wasn't made... A sound decision. A sound decision. Yeah, yeah, it exactly. would have been abhorrent if it... If um, France went on and won the match after that had taken place, wouldn't yeah. it? It would have been shocking, and I think that's why well, it's, it's almost like when Henri handball, handled the ball yes. against Ireland, yeah, and they get away with it, mm. and people use that, don't they, as a kind of platform mm. to say, "Look, this is what we need to do." What we've now subsequently done, mm. but it could have easily been the case. Yeah. You, you could argue if it, if it wasn't a World Cup final, yeah. Mm. Would it have happened? Would the sending off have actually happened? Well, the officials say that it was, as I say, a sound decision and that it was spotted. Yeah. I understand the jury's out. Turkey's on that. vote to postpone Christmas indefinitely <laughs> is what I would say. Uh, <laughs> well, either or, we the the decision 
that was made gave us one of the most iconic and incredible photographs. Yeah. Not just photographs. Him walking past the trophy. It's a Dan yeah. 10 on the back of that white France shirt. Amazing, yeah. And that trophy there. And I remember you at, uh, at once, uh, Luke, um, you, you were talking about this and you were like, I can't believe you, because we, I was saying how sort of I was almost disappointed in him and so on. And you went, yeah, but at the same time, that is, to quote you, punk rock as fuck. It is. <laughs> and it's the ultimate iconoclastic move by the ultimate yes. iconoclast. It's almost a bit like, I will do whatever I do yeah. on my own terms. Yes. If I want to turn past one of the world's best Brazilian midfield players, I will. Yeah. Mm. If I want to play an amazing ball yeah. through yeah. To, to win a game, I will. If I want to headbutt someone, I fucking will. Because he thinks he weighs it up. I think so. And I think even when he stamps on the Saudi Arabian player, yeah. the thing I remember of that is the iconic Predator boots he's got. Yeah. That he just made his own. Him and Beckham made them their own, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything about him has got this almost marketable aspect. That photo of him, mm. there's something about him also, and this sounds a bit disrespectful, but it's something about him also, the mirroring of him looking quite a lot like the World Cup trophy. The, the bald head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah he, 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 the same profile yeah, from yeah, behind. Yeah. And, so, and so I think, as I say, it's the most iconoclastic move you can remember. And, and I think there is an element here that we ascribe a lot of value on things in retrospect. Whereas ultimately, he was probably under a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. He knew his career was coming to an end. Mm. He was getting needled by Matarazzi. He was saying apparently some quite horrendous things. And he snapped yeah. in a way that he had done before. So yes. it, on one level, actually, it's not that much of a thing. But for what it represents, mm. it becomes a far bigger thing based on what we know about Zidane and the way he carries himself. Yeah. I, I mean, I also think that given that he's won the World Cup before and also the Euros and, and been so decorated with France, I think that, that stops this being the defining point in his mm. career. It makes it a, just part of the wider story. Oh, no, I, think it, I, think it, the, I think it is the defining point. Even, even though he's already, even though he's won it. But People what, in what, France surely think of the time. What statue did they build in France? <laughs> what statue did they build it, well, in France? Yeah, but they could I, have built a statue of him head in the winner in '98. They hosted the tournament. Yeah. They didn't. They built a statue of him head by a Maserati. Yeah. <laughs> Who, by the way, <laughs> let's not forget his part in the story. That's the greatest shit housing in history. Yeah. Mm. Most effective. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. When you said he said <laughs> horrific things, that what what he says, and even what Zidane suggests, what he says there, it, it's you know. As as chat on football pitches go, that in of itself is obviously like pretty piss poor. But it goes it's, on. It's not. It's not that terrible. I mean, it's Matarazzi not you would never have heard, is it? Exactly. Matarazzi said, you know, in any neighbourhood of Rome, Naples, Turin, Milan, Paris, I hear much more serious things. Well, I mean, I'm sure you do. But yeah. uh, but but clearly, this is um, something that had had built up. Is he just going to European cities and salt and An ear. I hear in every right. Airbnb the length and breadth of yeah. Europe. Yeah. Naples tomorrow. <laughs> what they're going to say about me now? Bunch of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interestingly. Yeah. Um, but, but, sorry, I, I just wanted to, to follow up on that. I just wanted to say that, um, you know, you could argue that the referee has a responsibility to 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 control the game and mm. protect the safety of the players and all the rest of it and, and whatever happened with the decision itself we've talked about. But there are there are mechanisms in place for the referee to send off Matarazzi for saying something that is He's not heard him, though. No, but what, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, um, Zidane still chose to take it into his own hands. Yeah. And I wonder whether anyone around this table would say, there is something that Matarazzi could have said in that situation that would justify what Zidane did. Well, Zidane, I mean, you know, he didn't mention that. He, he he talked about what he said about, you know, his, was it his sister and his, his mum mother and, mother and all that kind of stuff. And, and Matarazzi said, well, look, this is what I said. And hence he said, well, it's not that bad. But that, you don't know sale. It wasn't it just him selling a book later on? No, it was, it, it, was, it, was, like... it was a tabloid newspaper doing a lip, employing a lip reader, right. which came up with a load of theories, right. which then they both come out and said that, no, that didn't happen. Right. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I just think again. Yeah. I, I remember at the time, I was at a wedding. Right. And the rumour was going... Announcing Kai Havertz. Announcing Kai Havertz. And uh, I remember... I, I, Kai Havertz's birth. I wasn't technically allowed to watch the match because it was... Because uh, England weren't involved. the awful things you've done. But my friend... And, and the speeches were going on. But my friend was uh, is Italian, so technically I moved to Hartlepool and he was two. Um, and, he, and, and he was allowed to watch the final and that annoyed me. So I just kept on going to the bar and watching like most uh... of the match back and forth. So watching this and then the rooms were going around that, you know, someone he said, something racist he'd said something this he said something that but it, but then it just came out the wash that you know yeah. some simple familial sledging yeah <laughs> but I, I just think again which is basically what it was I think it goes back <laughs> to the point said earlier that Zidane does things on his own terms and 100%. he's and he's decided you know what I've had enough of this yeah I don't give a damn who's watching I don't care I've if there's got a how many cup. yeah this stadium I've decided right here right now that I'm sticking the head on you yeah mm. and, and a headbutt to the chest yeah it's really powerful the way Matarazzi is quite there. tall to be fair no but the point is though he's not gone in with the fit the headbutt is usually you go for the bridge of the nose or the, the foil or whatever. that it's move really powerful it's like it? an old yeah. wrestling move or something <laughs> to the yeah. point where the immediate thing that happens is you see Gennaro Gattuso go bloody hell yeah. <laughs> that's, him that's him saying it I would like to do it at Cannavaro that's so years too bald he's going at it yeah. that's years before the altercation with Joe Jordan as well <laughs> I, I, I think you know that assessment Marcus you make I would go a bit further and I would say it's possible to to suggest that I think maybe he's railing against the end of his own career yeah. I think maybe he's, he's the frustration's boiling over mm-hmm. because he he, he maybe whether he realizes it or not, but yeah. I reckon there's a lot of psychologists out there who would say subconsciously maybe. that is a fight against the end of that stage of his life, which has dominated his life until that point. I mean, for France's sake, you know, when it's funny actually, even France down to ten men, Italy still didn't look like they were going to win it in in extra time. Well, to be fair, just France just lost their best penalty taker. Well, and that's it. And you look at it from France's point of view um, that in, it, it goes to a penalty shootout. That's one penalty that would have probably gone in. Yeah, I'm, but I it's chaos sad. theory, and they didn't do it. So I am sad that we never got to see what Zidane's penalty would have been, given the, the outrageous penenka in the. But we wouldn't have that iconic oh, no, shot. Absolutely, but I'm a greedy man. Marcus. You are a greedy man, <laughs> but that's the thing about Zidane is ultimately I want the Zidane multiverse. Yeah, you do, and I think that. But but he gave us something, even in that shocking moment where he takes away what he would have done in the penalty shootout. He gave us gave us something. Interestingly, Mikel Silvestre um, said. Uh, that, uh, that, that Zidane had already showered uh, uh, you know, by the time they'd arrived back in the dressing room. Did he even watch the penalty shooter? I don't know. <laughs> I suppose he would have had time. But, uh, um, he watched he said, on his phone with a little umbrella over it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but apparently he was, he was ready to apologise and Sylvester said, I didn't know why he, why he was apologising. It was only when uh, I went to the media and I saw the replay of the headbutt, I thought, oh, wow, 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 okay. And then, <laughs> but then what can you say? You're not going to tell off God. Yeah. And, and, that, and that is worth mentioning for maybe mm. people who listen are a bit young to remember him playing or whatever you know he he was you know the guy his yeah. status yeah. was untouchable the quote, mm. the quote from Thierry Henry when Zidane comes back into the France team mm. is um, what I'm going to say may sound over the top but it's the truth God exists and he has returned to the France team yeah. that's Thierry Henry saying it yeah. not, Thierry Henry's not like a jobbing reserve left back yeah. he's one of the greatest players in, you know, in in history and he was in the squads when they won those two uh, yeah. international trophies that we mentioned before and of course in France you know it wasn't you know universal condemnation when 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 they returned you know there was you know, this guy had had propelled them really to the final after a very poor start to the tournament he was mm. given the golden ball at the tournament as well and I think there was a case of, you, you did it your way. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's I, the ultimate I, thing of you did it your way and that totally. is why we got to the final and we were just within a kick. And I think it's more than that as well. Of the trophy. I think it speaks to a wider 
mistrust of authority in France, which you know people say goes all the way back to the French that's Revolution. A, that's a big point. It, it goes all the way back to the French Revolution. Yeah. You know, there's there's a there's an idea that people don't want to always blindly follow what authority tells them to do. Yeah, and Zidane's obviously not done that. And I I just I I always just think to myself, what would the hand ringing be like? If he was English, yeah, and it was England in the yeah, World yeah, Cup yeah. final. Oh, we had a small dose of that with Rooney, Beckham, like on our, not and, in the final though. Exactly, no, nowhere yeah. near it. Yeah. And they were a little bit younger, Imagine. but they were still one of better players. Fizzer does that in the yeah. in a <laughs> tournament final. And there, there yeah. were there were some players who weren't. Willie Sanyo was famously very unhappy with him. Who what did he say? Didn't speak to him for like two years two or something years, like yeah. that. Not that Zidane probably noticed. Yeah, uh, just didn't cross paths. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't speak to him either for two years. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't ring each other. I'm, yeah. still, I'm still not speaking to him. Yeah, <laughs> that's most of my friends. Yeah. Uh, but you know. You saw him at the buffet, didn't you, um, Marcus? At, yes. uh, at Club Club Wembley, didn't you? I I did soon. I afterwards. asked him. I asked him for not as well. Two thousand and twelve. Stick a nut on this bit of hand. <laughs> <laughs> can you head back me? Yeah. But you can you can understand why some players you know who weren't quite maybe as decorated as a dam would yeah. be annoyed. Yes, yeah. I could see that definitely. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. She chance at immortality and it's gone, defined by this. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, but still, he chance got them of the shootout. Still a fucking shootout, wasn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? Like he didn't get them. They, everyone got yeah. them there. Well, okay, okay, but I think that's how it's been portrayed. And as I say, he was the best player of the tournament. <laughs> I think that he was untouchable. I mean, he's barely spoken about the incident since. Um, he doesn't really busy. speak about anything, does he? No. no, he doesn't. And again, that provides that yeah. mystique and so mm. on and so forth. Because if he sat down, he went, yeah, I regret my actions and so on. Would you really want him to say that? Uh, yeah, and I also would think, you? No, you wouldn't, and I, I think I think I don't think I would. And no. I, the same way, I like the fact that Roy Keane and Alex Ferguson don't like each other. Mm. I, I quite like that. Well, uh, you know, it, it, the only other comparison which is a little bit closer to home, very much not at home, I hasten to add, um, was of course when when Roy Keane uh, left the the Ireland squad in two thousand and two, yeah. and it divided the country. But the fact is, he got <laughs> he didn't a lot do it of... during a game, though, did he? No, with his no, head. No, but the point. <laughs> but the point is, it it divided the country. Yeah, and and there was, you know. Some, some, at least, they, roughly half and half. Let's say, for argument's sake, half of the country were furious with him, and half the country were, were, were on his side. Very different context, very different this, that, mm. and the other. But the fact is, Roy Keane, who has been Ireland's, you could argue one of well, one of the best players ever, definitely. Um, the fact is, he did get a lot of criticism from from his home nation. Whereas Zidane does this, which is more profound, you could definitely argue. And actually, I don't think there was that many. There was just a few people saying, "Well, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have done that," mm-hmm. and that just shows you again the influence and the and the um, the, the the legend that he that he had and still has in France. You have to say, mm. yeah. All that all that remains for him really is to win the World Cup as France manager, and you wouldn't put it past him. There's talk that he really fancies the international job. Absolutely yeah. right. It would yeah. suit him. Yeah, it would. It mm. very much would. Um, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us on another Football Ramble Guide too. Remember, we want your ideas for our next guide. Email us, show at footballramble.com or tweet us at Football Ramble with your suggestions. Lovely old job. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
only from Rustolium. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.